Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to r slash am I the butthole, where a photographer wonders if she might be in the wrong for flat out deleting the wedding photo she's taken in front of the bride and groom because they refused her food and water at the ceremony. Am I the butthole for deleting my friend's wedding photos in front of them? I'm not really a photographer. I'm a dog groomer. I take lots of photos of dogs all day to put on my Facebook and Instagram. It's my thing, if that makes sense. A cut and a photo with every appointment. I very seldom shoot things other than dogs, even if I have a nice setup. A friend got married a few days ago and, wanting to save money, asked if I'd shoot it for them. I told him it's not really my forte, but he convinced me by saying he didn't care if they were perfect, they were on a shoestring budget, and I agreed to shoot for $250 which is nothing for a 10-hour event. On the day of, I'm driving around following the bride as she goes from appointment to appointment before the ceremony, taking photos along the way. I shoot the ceremony itself, and during the reception, I'm shooting speeches and people mingling. I started around 11 a.m. and was due to finish around 7.30 p.m. Around five o'clock, food is being served, and I was told I cannot stop to eat because I need to be the photographer. In fact, they didn't save me a spot at any table. I'm getting tired and at this point kind of regretting doing this for next to nothing. It's also unbelievably hot. The venue is an old veterans legion and it's like 110 and there's no AC. I told the groom I need to take off for 20 minutes to get something to eat and drink. There's no open bar or anything. I can't even get water and my two water bottles are long empty. He tells me I need to either be the photographer or leave without pay with the heat being hungry being generally annoyed at the circumstances i asked if he was sure and he said yes so i deleted all the photos i took in front of him and took off saying i'm not his photographer anymore if i was to be paid 250 dollars honestly at that point i would have paid that 250 just for a glass of cold water and somewhere to sit for five minutes so was i the butthole They went right on their honeymoon and they've all been off of social media, but a lot of people have been posting on their wall asking about photos with zero responses. And there we go. Pretty straightforward one to start off this episode. In my opinion, absolutely not the butthole at all. Like seriously, they expected you to work for eight and a half hours with no food or water. That's baffling. Now for our next post. And guys, with all of these, please do get in the comments down below and let me know if I'm wrong and your own opinions on these stories. Am I the butthole for telling my wife it's embarrassing she gave our daughter's bus driver cookies? Some important details. My wife is very shy, but enjoys giving and is all gung-ho about showing appreciation to workers she assume aren't appreciated or recognized. She tries to pass these beliefs onto our kids. Because she's too silent to show her appreciation, she does it through gifts usually baked goods. I've been embarrassed about it in the past. Our oldest rode the school bus for the first time. My wife was waiting at the stop with our daughter and had her hand the bus driver a bag of homemade cookies. 
Then, when she picked her up from the stop in the afternoon, she gave a bag to the afternoon driver. I asked why she did that when she could easily have just said thank you and left it at that. She said the bus drivers work so hard having to comfort all the nervous kids and handling the unbehaved ones while driving. They deserve more than a thanks. I reminded her that this has embarrassed me in the past and I think her behavior is too extreme. I wouldn't want gifts from someone I don't know. She ignored how I felt. I contacted some people in my life to see if I was just the crazy one here and most of my friends and my mum agree. My wife's way of showing thanks just makes everyone uncomfortable. So, am I the butthole? I don't know, mate. Let me just let me f- figure it out really quickly. Yeah, to be fair, I actually completely agree. Because think about it. Would you rather have someone just, you know, give you a throwaway thank you comment or someone bake you some really nice cookies that probably took them hours to do? I know what I'd rather, you know. I really do. You're so right as well because, yeah, sometimes when you accept gifts from people you don't know, showing their gratitude, that can be really awkward. It's not a nice thing to have to go through, is it? And to be honest, I feel for the bus drivers. Think about it. Put yourself in their position. Free cookies from someone saying thank you. What a horrible experience to have to go through. I feel bad for them. Now, my question is, how many people are going to believe that? I'm going I'm to go with a healthy 10%, maybe even more. Who knows? Now, moving on to our third post. Am I the butthole for not accepting my sister's relationship with my ex, despite her having cancer as a teenager? Honestly, as titles go, that has got to be up there. I am a 25-year-old woman. And my father married my 23-year-old stepsister's mother when I was four and she was three. We've lived together most of our lives and are a family. She and I were extremely close. She developed cancer when she was 14 and she was sick for about two years. She's since made a full recovery. During that time, my parents became understandably overprotective. They also asked a lot of me. I quit my extracurriculars so I could get a job. The money went towards her bills and so I could drive her to appointments. I didn't go to dances and any fun activities I did needed to include her. I did almost all of this willingly, the exception being having to quit my high school volleyball team. I did throw a bit of a tantrum about that, but I was swiftly punished. And I think having one emotional breakdown was pretty chill given the circumstances. Anyhow, I go to college and meet my ex. We'll call him Ben when I'm a junior. We fall in love, blah, blah, blah. He and I move in together when we graduate. So we've been living together for about three years. We were serious until July when I walked into my bedroom and saw him with my sister. I broke it off. Tears were shed. He moved out, etc. My sister apologized at first, but then backed off. Now I thought she was giving me space, but last week she called and asked if we could meet up. She told me that she and Ben were in love and were just telling me as a courtesy before they started posting photos online. Distraught, I left her in the restaurant by herself and did not pay my portion of the bill. She later Venmoed me asking for the money. Wow, that's the sort of person she is, crazy. She told my parents, who then called me to their house, telling me how disappointed in me they are for not supporting my sister's relationship with Ben, wait, really? Okay, well, they brought up the fact that because she had cancer as a teenager, she never learned proper social etiquette and has a hard time meeting people. I don't buy this, in part because I've seen her socialize just fine, and since we spent a good chunk of the time she was sick together, that would also mean that I should have bad social skills as well, by that logic. They then told me that if I don't accept my sister and Ben's relationship, they may have to go no contact. 
what am I re- They may have to go no contact with me. I reminded them that I'm also their daughter and they should understand my point of view, but they are adamant that this is about me being jealous of her. For the record, I'm not jealous of her. I'm not upset that Ben picked her over me. I'm sad about the end of the relationship and I do feel betrayed, but Lord knows that I don't want to be with a cheater. What I am upset about though is the fact that my sister chose Ben over me. That she slept with him knowing he and I were in a long-term committed relationship and that she continues to be with him knowing how much it hurts me. Now, no one in my immediate family is talking to me and I'm getting messages from aunts and uncles and cousins telling me that I'm a butthole and a selfish female dog. Okay, I was gonna end it there guys, but look, there's an update and I've just had a little skim. It's it's mind-blowing. Here we go. Update. Sometimes you can only laugh. Just got off the phone with my cousin who saw this post and said he could explain a few things. I asked him why he was on Reddit instead of school. He asked me why I was on Reddit instead of work. He told me that after my conversation with my mum, she went to his house and talked to my aunt. And here's the deal. Turns out my sister is not only in a relationship with Ben, but four months pregnant too, which means that she and Ben were screwing around for longer than I'd even guessed. Apparently, my parents are so adamant that I forgive her because I'm already ruining their experience of their first grandchild. That's right. I'm less important than my stepmom posting ultrasounds to Facebook. This is where we're at. Anyhow, I called out of work, sick the rest of the day, and I'm going to drink a lot of alcohol. Like, a lot of alcohol. And then start thinking about what the heck I'm gonna do. Um, yeah, probably one of the maddest posts I've ever read on this subreddit. I mean, goes without saying, you're obviously not the butthole. But I tell you what, your entire family definitely are. And by the way, can I just say... Right, I'm not taking anything away from the fact that your sister went through something truly terrible. But there's going through something bad and then there's being a terrible person to your sister afterwards. And by the way, having bad social skills, what has that got to do with having cancer? Sorry. Like those two things are surely mutually exclusive. They don't really relate to one another. I don't understand it. Anyway, let's move on. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. And now for post four. Am I the butthole for not paying to change my father's gravely insulting gravestone? My father and mother had a very bitter marriage towards the end of his life. He had a long-running affair with another married co-worker and got her pregnant before he passed. Sorry, are we foreshadowing the previous story or something? Anyway, he was planning to leave mum, skip the country, and move to Canada to start a new life with her. They had a house picked out and all. He had moved out and was living with his co-worker when he suddenly died of a heart attack while having sex. So I shouldn't laugh. While having sex. Okay, fine. Sorry. That's um, that's my immature humor right there. Sorry, fellas. Divorce papers were never filed. No legal separation. They were in the process of moving all things legal. But on paper, they were still happily married. Now, me and my siblings are already out of home. Our youngest sibling is 19 and is in college. I work for a tech company and I'm currently back in my hometown helping my mum manage his estates. Well, my mum was hurt and petty and marked his gravestone as 
in loving memory of John Doe, son, husband, father, and adulterer. My dad's family and his pregnant partner are mad and want me to fix it. Now, I personally think it's fine. That's who he was. He was all of those things. And since it's my mum's plot, I can't do anything. So, am I the butthole? Imagine if all messages on gravestones or, you know, just words that are normally really nice had to actually be legit. So, for example, say you buried your granddad and he just wasn't a nice person. You had to write on the gravestone, yeah, he's a bit of a dickhead. Um, and that was just there. That'd be more fun, wouldn't it? As for this story, I'll be honest, I don't care. I'm now just, you know, going through what I'd have on my gravestone. You know what? Comment down below. What do you reckon would be on it? And now for our fifth post. Am I the butthole for not letting my parents into my son's life after they secretly tested his DNA? I met my wife, Sonia, at a restaurant where she worked as a waitress. It took me a while to finally be her boyfriend. I introduced her to my parents and they voiced out their disapproval after meeting her. It's a wonderful start, it really is. My parents think that she's only using me to achieve her American dream. I told them that is racist and I'm very offended by their assumption. After my wife accepted my marriage proposal, we asked for both our family's blessings. Her parents were happy for us, but my parents were gutted and refused to give their blessing. Because of this, we decided to elope and only invited my brother and Sonia's best friends to be our witnesses. Long story short, now that we're two years married and after we welcomed our first child, my parents started to reach out to us. My kind-hearted wife didn't think twice to welcome my parents into our lives. She let them meet our baby two days after being discharged from the hospital. My parents visit us regularly, and one day, while dad and mum are playing with my son, Gareth, mum said something along the lines of, Aren't you the cutest baby ever? I'm so glad to confirm you are indeed my grandson. Now, she didn't know I was around because she looked startled when I said, What is that supposed to mean? Mum tried to change the subject, but I insisted that she tell me what she's talking about. She sat me down and apologized first before telling me that they had Gareth's DNA tested to make sure that he's mine. I was speechless for a moment, and before I blew up from anger, I told Dad to give me my son, and they better leave before I lose whatever respect I had left for them. My mum was very apologetic and said it's because they don't trust my wife and that our son looks nothing like me. I didn't argue anymore and I told them to just get out of my house. My wife was in the kitchen preparing for lunch and I told her that my parents had an emergency and that's why they left without saying a word. I didn't tell my wife about the whole DNA test thing until after two weeks when she asked why mum and dad weren't visiting anymore. I told her everything as I know I can't keep a secret from her. She started crying and it broke my heart. I know how much she tried to win my parents' approval, and what I told her was like a slap across her face. That night, she told me that she could no longer let my parents into our child's life, and I actually agreed with her. When mum called to ask when they can visit again, I told them they are no longer welcome in our son's life. Mum called my dad, and I told him the same thing. He was livid. He called me ungrateful and cruel. He also said a few choice words about my wife, which angered me even more. I didn't even hear the rest because I just hung up. Did I overreact? Am I the butthole? Obviously not. I don't even need to comment on this. Let's move on to the final post. Okay, I lied. Now, the only reason I'm doing this little face camp is because I, I I've got a massive problem uh, with your son's name. It's 2021 and you call your son Gareth. Like, is your, is your son 56? It's... It's unbelievable to me, but that's just my personal opinion. So you know what? Call your son what you want. Don't listen to me. I'm just uh, some bloke in his room. So 
There you go. Turns out I won't be calling my son Gareth, though. That's just for the record. Anyway, let's carry on. Sorry to interrupt. And now for our final post of this video. Can you believe it? You've made it all the way here. And you know what? I've saved the best to last. So aren't you lucky? Anyway, am I the butthole for telling my in-laws exactly where my husband was when I was in labor? I gave birth to my son 10 weeks ago. I went through an exhausting period while I was nearing my due dates. I was experiencing discomfort and wanted my husband by my side when I go into labor. But he'd go out every night to hang out at his friend's place and watch football games. I suggested that he play or watch games at home just in case, but he was having none of it and said he had to attend game night at his brother and friend's place along with their buddies. He said they had certain, how can I describe it, rituals when watching a game and that he can't enjoy doing it at home or anywhere else the night of our son's birth my water broke while my husband was at his buddy's place watching a game i called him and told him to get home and take me to the hospital he said he was coming but he didn't wow i ended up calling my sister who lives nearby and she took me to the hospital my husband showed up two hours later after he kept calling asking if i was still in labor saying that he was almost done watching the game this can't be real is this real if it is what the, what he was able to make it on time for our son's birth but i was furious with him mad and disappointed he apologized profoundly and has been working on regaining my trust and respect for him after what he's done he's otherwise very supportive and involved in our son's care last night i was at my in-law's house for dinner and we were talking about my son's birth date my husband suddenly started recalling what happened that night basically he started lying about driving me to the hospital waiting feeling stressed out and standing on his feet for so long without food or even water i was confused and i just said no none of that's true none of that happened in fact he was watching a game when i went into labor and i wanted him to drive me to the hospital but he didn't show up until two hours later my mother-in-law who takes no rubbish from anybody and whom everyone fears lost it on him yelling asking him if that was true and he kept quiet she started berating him left and right telling him to sit down and shut up when he stood up to argue then told him to stand up when he was sitting arguing everyone was laughing at how she basically treated him as if he was a boy in trouble well he was she kept saying shame 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 on you this is not how i raised my children to treat their wives jordan you are a disgrace and i'm disappointed because of what i heard about you He literally swallowed every bit of his mother's berating and didn't say anything till we got home where he went nuts saying that I made him look neglectful, a bad husband and father by telling his family about where he was. And he said that I shouldn't have said anything, but I argued it wasn't okay for him to lie and play the hero in front of his parents. He said I just caused a rift between him and family and asked if I was happy now. So am I the butthole? Should I have not said anything? Well, listen, I'll be honest. Watching football, not this like terrible American rubbish, proper football with your mates is good fun. And if you think about it, you can always have another kid another time. And hopefully if there's not a game on that evening, you can go to the birth. I I do kind of agree. Football has to take precedence at some points. You know what? It's just a fact. And also think about this. He actually got there for the birth. So he missed nothing. Nothing at all. Don't know why you're complaining about it. Don't know why his mum's berating him. I salute him. I hope your team won. Sir. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash am other butthole. I hope you didn't take everything I was saying too seriously there. I know some of you don't understand sarcasm. So there you go. Just letting you know. Uh, if you do want to watch more from this subreddit straight away, check out this video. It's electric. 
It is incredible and you don't want to miss it trust me i've seen it before i'm actually in it as well which is which is incredible so yeah give that a watch if you are new to the channel hit this button it does magical things and i'll see you tomorrow with a brand new video